You're listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Join us as we have a fun conversation with certified experts and physicians about health topics for you and your family. It's Your Best Life, our one purpose. Hello, everyone. This is Sherry Purdy. Welcome to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Welcome to all of our listeners, and welcome especially to our new listeners listening for the first time today. Today's um, episode number 35, and it's going to be on the importance of screening for all cancers. So it's a really important topic topic to everyone out there. Um, But before we do that, we want to first acknowledge some feedback that we got from some of our listeners, or one of our listeners, Joe. He says, these podcasts are great. When I get the chance, I listen to them on my walks. Truly appreciate all you do. Well, thank you, Joe. And we want everyone to be like Joe and send us some feedback. So please let us know what you're thinking. You can send it to our email at podcast at mercyhealth.com or you can submit a form at mercyone.org slash podcast. So let's get into today's topic. It's, uh, we are going to be joined by some experts in cancer care and um, what, what everybody, you know, we all know that we're all affected by cancer in some way. We've either had a relative, ourself, or a friend um, have cancer, and it's a very important topic. And with this COVID crisis, it's really important that, you know, prevention is key, that you go in and see your physician regularly. So don't let COVID stop you from doing that because we do it in a safe way. You're safe when you come in. And um, we just want to encourage everybody that's listening to continue to do your your healthy checkups. So with that, we are going to talk a little bit to our experts in cancer care, and we're going to throw it to our friends in Dubuque today. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to Mercy One's podcast. I am Michelle Arnstorf, and I have Gwen Hall Driscoll with me here today. Hello. Especially since the pandemic started. Wow, Gwen, has healthcare changed? Absolutely. Regular yearly appointments and checkups may have been pushed off, or people were even afraid to schedule or come to anything that wasn't critical or, or, or acute. They just weren't sure what to do. You know, we were told to stay away from the hospital, and so that's kind of the mentality everybody did. Yes, definitely. Just don't delay in scheduling your preventative screenings. One thing that we learned, we know that early detection and prevention are the key to dealing with cancer. You know, it's really rare in our community or anywhere for that matter to not be related to someone or have know someone that's affected by cancer. We've all have been there, whether it's a family member, whether it's yourself, we all know somebody that has possibly been devastated by, by cancer. Mm-hmm. Well, today we have an expert in cancer care and treatment joining us. It's Mr. David Tapman. He is our executive director of the new Mercy One Cancer Center that opened in June. We're very fortunate to have him join our team. Welcome, Dave. Hi, Michelle. Gwen, how are you doing? Good, good, good. good. A little background on Dave before we get started. He has um, earned his Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology from the University of Northern Iowa. He has his Master's of Health Administration from the Walden University. He's an active member of the Association of Community Cancer Centers, the American College of Healthcare Executives, and the Iowa Cancer Consortium. His name is not new to Iowa. He's been very instrumental in improving the quality of cancer care and treatment services offered across many parts of Iowa. He's recruited many experts to our state in both medical and radiology oncology, and he's been involved in many cancer events, such as the Pediatric Blood and Marrow Transplant Program. 
aiming for a cure foundation, and even the dance marathon, just to name a few. We are very fortunate to have Dave with us today to discuss the importance of cancer screenings. So with that being said, we'll go ahead and get started. You know, Dave, how do you think the delay in the care just due to the COVID will impact the people down the road? Well, as we know, screenings are incredibly important. And if a patient delays getting their screening, they could potentially miss receiving a cancer diagnosis. We know that the sooner cancer is treated and, uh, and detected, uh, the better the outcomes will be. Um, since the Healthy People 2020 missed its targets for virtually all cancer screenings um, and its goals, uh, missing these last four months have greatly added to the problems that we will see down the road um, when people are not getting their cancer screenings. So um, this is going to be with us uh, for quite a long time uh, to come. Not going away anytime soon. That's for sure. So when we talk about cancer screenings, can you tell the public like what is a cancer screening? Well, really, on the surface, cancer screening is pretty simple. It's looking for cancer before a person has any symptoms or signs of cancer. When abnormal tissue or cancer is found early, it's a lot easier to treat and to uh, potentially cure. But by the time the symptoms occur, the cancer may grow or spread to other parts of the body. This can make the cancer a lot more difficult to treat and, frankly, uncurable in a lot of cases. Um, there's two sort of general types of screening. Uh, primary screenings are preventative, and, and think of colonoscopies, where they're looking at, at uh, a, a person uh, looking for polyps that might eventually turn into cancer and get rid of them before they occur. Um, secondary screenings actually catch cancer early. So uh, mammograms are a good example of a secondary uh, type of screening, screening where they will see a small lesion very early where it's very treatable, uh, may not require anything other than surgery. Um, so that's, that's kind of the best case scenario for an early catch. Um, but it's important to remember that when the doctor suggests that a screening is done, it doesn't mean that the person has cancer. It just means that there are certain indications that might, might be age or other factors that suggest that it's a good time to get screened for cancer. Well, it sounds like the screening part of the cancer thing really is a good, um, let's say, maintenance program for everybody, right? So everybody can kind of maintain their health. So if I was going in for a screening, what kinds of screenings would I expect? Is it all lab work? Is it x-rays? What is it exactly? Yeah, it's, it's not necessarily for everybody. There's, you know, the, the doctors are the experts on knowing, um, given your particular factors, what kind of screenings you should have done. Um, so, uh, you know, everybody doesn't need to be screened, but everybody needs to have that dis discussion with their physician about when it's time for them to get screened for what types of cancer. And when they do those, there's really a, diff a, a number of different ways they um, do the screenings. They can do physical exams and do uh, health histories, to, uh, looking for general signs of their health, whether there's any lumps or unusual things on their skin that needs to be looked at and uh, screened more closely, um, or taking the patient's health history, looking at uh, what kind of illnesses they've had in the past and maybe any treatments they've had, or even just their age. 
Um, so they, they can judge whether or not it's time for a screening based on their, uh, their history. Um, they also use laboratory tests where they look at uh, tissue or blood or urine or, or other substances in the body. Um, a good example of that is using fecal occult blood or FOT, FOB or fluorescence immunochemistry test, uh, FIT, for looking at, at blood in the stool to tell if maybe there's uh, a sign of uh, cancer uh, that way. They also use uh, imaging procedures, uh, looking at pictures inside the body to see if there's anything that's of, of worry. Uh, there's a, a very good way of looking for early lung cancer and looking for small nodules called low-dose CT screening that is done to look for early lung cancer. In 2016, uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid programs came out and started to uh, pay for low-dose CTs in patients that uh, um, are high risk for it, and that is patients that uh, are a certain age, say 55 to 74, or have a, a history of smoking, or have just recently quit smoking. Um, so there are uh, very clear indications of when it's a good idea to get that done. And then kind of the last way they look at uh, um, different screenings are by doing genetic testings. So that's been in the news a lot uh, the last few years with uh, particularly the BRCA genes uh, for, um, for for breast cancer. cancer. And we've all heard the Angelina Jolie story where she elected to have a double mastectomy um, yeah. despite never having cancer, but simply based on the genetic probability of getting cancer somewhere down the road. Um, mm -hmm. So those are all uh, very good um, tools that the providers have for doing their screenings. So really many, many methods that they use for the screenings. Right. Yeah. So if I have an abnormal screening test, that doesn't necessarily give me a diagnosis of cancer then? Uh, that, that is correct. Um, a, a screening does not diagnose cancer at all. It simply indicates that there needs to be more testing done to check for the cancer. Um, and the mammography, again, is a good uh, um, example of finding uh, something on an, on an image that needs to be in get investigated further. So um, diagnostic tests need to be done that might include a biopsy that uh, mm -hmm. will be taken to the lab and looked at under the microscope by a pathologist to see if uh, there are malignant cells there or not. Yeah, it's always just scary times. I mean, when they ask you to come back for a repeat mammogram or something like that, it's just your your mind just goes there. It's that instant fear. So having those follow-up second tests and talking to your doc and everything, that just is helpful just to kind of help alleviate those fears yeah, that we absolutely. all go to. Absolutely. Yeah. So would you say that screening helps people live longer? Well, finding cancer early certainly can help decrease your chances of dying from cancer. Uh, for many cancers, the chance of recovery uh, depends on the stage of the, of the cancer when it was diagnosed. Um, mm -hmm. And it, there, are, there, there are many, many clinical trials that have been done that show that the earlier uh, cancer is diagnosed, the more likely you are to be able to uh, be cured of the cancer, as well as having less uh, therapy 
which therapy itself can can cause problems. So catching it early, uh, it's it's never a bad thing to catch it earlier. Mm-hmm. What, another thing that I find like confusing is like it seems like the recommendations are always changing out there for different screenings. You're supposed to do this at this age, or you know if you have a family history, things like that. What's you know how do you know what to believe and what guidelines to follow? Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I that I. That has been a frustration for many years for me as well. The United uh, United States Pre- uh, Preventative Services Task Force uh, sometimes has had uh, recommendations that are in conflict with the American Cancer Society and uh, even the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and others. And it's very confusing for lay people to keep track of it. Uh, uh, I, I can't imagine what you know, trying to go through them all and figure out which ones really apply for for any individual's situation, and right. uh, and then when they conflict, it's it's really confusing. So um, mm-hmm. my recommendation is always to have a discussion with your primary care provider as to what screenings are right for you. Um, I, this is part of making an informed decision, and it's part of a shared decision because even the primary care provider doesn't know everything about your personal history. She or he doesn't know about what your goals are in life and what it is that is important to you. So having that uh, input into your decision is very important. And having other family members or clergy or whoever helps you make medical decisions as part of your team that determines whether or not it's time for you to get a uh, screening is very important. Sure, sure. So there's not really one cancer screening that's more important than the other. It all depends on your history and your age and conversation with your physician and people around you. Right. And those, you know, those are really based on your individual risk factors that are, you know, taking into account what your health history is, what your age is, what your lifestyle is, you know, do you smoke, Mm -hmm. do you drink? Um, all these different factors need to play into it. So having this team of people helping you uh, guide your decisions um, is very important. But ultimately, it's your decision. Sure, sure. I kind of led into my next question, too. Is this like, you know, besides those regular screenings, you know, what things can we do to keep us safer and reduce our risk for cancer? So you talked about, you know, the tobacco and, you know, is there anything else that... Well, well the good... Yeah, the good news is that there are really relatively very few cancers that are driven by genetics alone. Uh, most of the cancers, uh, uh, the, the causes of cancer are under our control. So um, wearing sunscreen, uh, keeping your uh, weight at a, at a healthy level, um, eating a healthy diet, staying active with exercise, and avoiding tobacco and, and limiting alcohol are all very important and have a big impact on our our uh, whether our chances of getting cancer. I can tell you, I for myself, I was uh, when I was a kid growing up, um, one of one of eight children. Our our only babysitter we ever saw was the swimming pool, and so uh, we spent every day of the summer um, from one o'clock to five o'clock at the swimming pool. And sure. never once did I have uh, sunblock on. So yeah. every year when I go to my primary care provider for my physical, 
I always have them check my back, check my shoulders, check my scalp to see if there are any early signs of skin cancer. And I think that's really important given my own health history. Sure, your, your history and what you were exposed to or whatever your lifestyle was exactly. You know, those things you just talked about, I find interesting because not only do they work for cancer, they also are what we're supposed to be doing for our heart as well. So really, it's it's just a good practice for our health overall, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Well, we want to really thank Dave for joining us today for the Mercy One podcast. Dave, anything else that you want to add in there at all? Um, not really. I just want to thank you for bringing this uh, uh, to the to the public's attention. It's it's very important, and we're distracted a little bit right now from uh, our other. Uh, health issues with uh, all the COVID things going on. So uh, it's something we don't want to forget about, though. Our, our screenings are very important, and our, for our long-term health, uh, we need to uh, keep it in the back of our mind and get screened uh, as indicated. Yeah, I agree. And, and I just want to really want to tell people, too, to make sure that, you know, even if they're not urgent issues, you still need to follow up with your provider and, and continue with those screenings. You know, know that safety is the top priority at all Mercy Ones throughout Iowa. You know, we've taken many steps to help create that self-health care environment for you. And like Dave said earlier, you know, we know that the sooner cancer is detected and treated, the better the outcomes. And that's what we want for our families and, and our coworkers and friends. So cancer isn't going to wait for COVID to end, so you shouldn't either. So definitely if you postponed any appointment or your screenings, you know, it's important just to call and to reschedule as soon as possible. We want to thank you for joining us today at Mercy One's podcast. Take care and God bless from Michelle and Gwen. And Dave. And Dave. Thanks, Thanks Dave. Dave. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dubuque friends. That was some great information about cancer care and prevention and the importance of making sure that you keep on your regular checkups. And don't forget, podcast listeners, that there are other episodes, really great information out there. And if you haven't listened to them all, please take the time to do so. It will only help you live better and be healthier. All right, guys, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Until then, live your best life.